Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. today's wrestling news brian danielson and hangman page have aew's longest match ever a top free agent has signed with aew mjf and dax harwood had to kick a fan out of the locker room last night and more details on kevin owens's new wwe contract i'm adam wilborn i'm michael sidgwick and this is the news only one place to start this morning of course though following on from that epic World Championship match on AEW Dynamite. Winter is coming last night between Brian Danielson and the champion Hangman Page. And it's a match everyone's talking about that had no result. They went an hour last night, Page and Danielson, uh, with no winner being declared. It did look like Hangman Page may have just been about to pin Brian Danielson after hitting the old buckshot lariat. Uh, towards the end of the match, but the uh, timer ran out, unfortunately. It was a really fantastic, slow-building match. I'd love to get your thoughts on this second, Sige. But yes, just to inform you, obviously, this is the longest AEW match ever. Previously, that record was held between John Moxley and Kenny Omega with their unsanctioned lights-out match at Full Gear 2019. But what did you make of this record-breaking match, Michael Sidgwick? Well, if you want my in-depth thoughts, you're going to have to subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. But if I can offer a succinct take from mm-hmm. a succinct video, all I'm going to say is this. Can you remember one or two weeks ago, Hangman Page at the commentary booth, having not really cut many promos or wrestled one match, mm-hmm. not saying anything on commentary, and it was feeling a little bit like, well, he's, is he the champion or not? Mm-hmm. Why is he not using this opportunity to say much? Is he the champion or not? The beauty of last night's match is that the story was told of Hangman Page becoming a worthy, true, credible world heavyweight champion over the span of one glorious hour. The hour is a cherished time limit, a time duration Mm -hmm. for the old uh, world's heavyweight champions of yore and the old NWA. I think that was a conscious choice by the gleefully nerdy pro wrestling company (laughs) that draws gleefully wrestlingly nerdy fans like myself. I think the hour-long draw was a specific choice to really make Hangman Page feel like an old-fashioned world champ in the old image. I thought they used every second expertly. I thought it was an incredible thrill ride. And I'm going to um, elaborate on why 
on the Dynamite Review, wherever you get your podcasts from. I will say this, it is sort of weird being a wrestling fan like myself, who's just grown up basically mainly watching WWE. Obviously working here, you pick up stuff from New Japan, Ring of Honor, MLW, Impact stuff, of course, more recently. But being weaned on WWF, WWE, a draw, no result effectively, is a weird thing to get your head around early on, but I feel like I'd already been introduced to that properly with uh, Omega Danielson. And I think if you're not satisfied with that match, just because you didn't get a pinfall or a submission, I don't really know what to tell you as a wrestling fan. I don't know what to tell you either. I understand that people might be um, used to a certain way of doing things. Like a draw is more of a definitive result than like, what, 90% of WWE's <laughs> Offerings with like the DQs yeah. and the walkouts and the getting DQ'd for kicking too much ass and the roll-ups stealing things so it's like it doesn't happen. This is a more definitive result to be mm. fair. And before we move on to the next story, I don't wanna I hate catering to the toxic discourse. I'm trying to get away from it. But how many times do you see a drawn football? Yeah. How many times do you see a tie game in like American sports? Yeah. Like a draw is something that happens in real sports. Surely you want sports-oriented storytelling. I see it in my replies whenever I put over Orange Cassidy. <laughs> yes. So you should like both. You should like the draw because you've kind of been asking for it mm-hmm. this entire time. Moreover, you're going to get another Danielson um, page match yeah. after this because Excalibur specifically said, I cannot wait for the rematch. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk a little bit more about it when we get to the Twitter questions as well. Uh, but continuing on with the theme of AEW, Brody King has signed with the promotion. This according to Bodyslam.net's Cassidy Haynes, uh, who consulted with several sources. Uh, apparently, over Thanksgiving, the details had sort of been thrashed out for the 34-year-old to join Tony Khan's promotion. He, of course, is a legend of Ring of Honor. Um, been working there since, what, December? A couple of years. A couple of, December 2018. Uh, also for PWG and MLW. Uh, how do you feel about Brody King being brought into A-Dubs? Yeah, it's awesome. Um, he's incredibly talented in a way that's almost like jaw-dropping. You do not expect a man of his proportions to be able to execute the moves that he does. Um, he's a very, very big, beefy boy who can do like an incredible flying head scissors, like incredible topes. Like it's an in- incredulous sort of experience watching this guy wrestle in quite the same way it is watching the very best version mm. of um, Keith Lee. He's got a look that very much links him to Malachi yeah. Black. It feels like the vignette that we were shown on um, Dynamite that supplemented this report. Malachi Black gozzed in a bloke's face. Yes, and he said that you're now something more than a king. Yeah. Uh, subtle law. But, you know, I don't care about how subtle or otherwise the law actually is. It means Brody King's an AEW. He's going to pop your tits off if you've never seen him before. And I think having been online, extreme, two on bloody line, you know, <laughs> you'll touch goddamn grass. But I've been an online wrestling fan, as several of you have, um, for way too many years. And if I've heard one thing echoed throughout every message board, social media, forum, whatever... Mm. It's why can't they do cool metal wrestlers correctly? Why can't we have like a new Undertaker or like just a badass goth character with like gothic supernatural like undertones, yeah. whatever? They just want a cool metal guy, and now you're getting two. Um, people are going to be high on this act, and I suspect, given the Varsity Blondes, two yeah. um, have been targeted by Malachi Black that it's going to be a new tag team. Could pop up on Dynamite even next week, then, with that match going down, of course. 
Uh, yes, absolutely. Garrison, Malachi Black, that is. Uh, I like this because I've heard a lot about Brody King. I've got to hold my hands up and say I haven't watched too many of his matches. Uh, you know, the far more knowledgeable people in the office, yourself and uh, Andy Murray, have been excitedly talking about him this morning. And I feel like it's going to be another Eddie Kingston situation for me, a guy who I've heard so much about and always said, oh, I should really watch some matches of his. When he's in AEW, yeah. I'll get to see the character. And yeah, yeah, very excited to see what happens next for him. Yeah, I don't want to put undue pressure on the lad, but there's kind of no chance he doesn't get over. Yeah. Like, if you <laughs> see how big yeah. the dude is and how he's able to just manoeuvre that body around, he's just going to pop your tits off. Um, crazy situation as we continue uh, to tell you about from last night's AEW Dynamite. I'm not just talking about MJF completing the 3 P. That's right, he's a three-time AEW... Dynamite Diamond Ring winner. So congratulations to him on that. But he was also involved in a fascinating incident backstage alongside Dax Harwood. They discovered a fan posing as a wrestler in the locker room last night. So Fightful Select came through with the details on this. Apparently, it wasn't AEW security, it was UBS Arena security. This is last week. This is last week, apologies, yes. Yes. Um, They discovered this guy backstage... Um, in the Long Island tapings at the UBS Arena, he was sat in the locker room in Dax Harwood's seat. When this was pointed out to him, he said, sorry, claiming he was an extra. Instead, he went and sat where the Blades stuff is, presumably, and obviously started to attract more and more suspicion and intrigue as people were like, the fuck's that guy? So AW personnel started questioning him. When he was asked who trained him, he said, Jeff Hardy, who doesn't work as a trainer, by the way, and then answered with the name of somebody who has nothing to do with booking extras when asked who brought him in for the night. And then, just to add stuff on top of that, he also lied about being friends with Taz. And then MJF and Dax Harwood said, yeah, guy, you uh, you need to go. This is surreal. It's so bizarre. Like, what an idiot. Like, well, you gotta, on some level, you must admire the brass neck. Like, imagine someone going into your, like, place of work, sitting down and going, all right, and you're thinking, yeah, who's this? Because you think it's the most normal thing in the world. If someone just sat down, like, yeah, hey, I've just been um, talking with the bosses, I'm new starter, you yeah. would instantly just think, all right, okay. It's not that would do with me, this usually, yeah. so he's found his way in. But, like, I love how stupid, frankly, that story is. I at least think further than... What are you doing here? Like, Who Jeff, are you trained you? Oh, Jeff Hardy. You'd at least go on, like, Wikipedia and you'd find out who's, like, a, kind of a low-key trainer who hasn't yeah. really trained many people in AEW, therefore you wouldn't be identified. But you'd find out someone who's got... some names about, like, Jerry Lynn or people like... Now, not necessarily just training, just people we know are sort of involved in the show and be like, oh, I got to spoke to so-and-so and... and but it, it's just ridiculous. And, like, who... who like, so... Who brought you here? Oh, Taz. Could he have picked... <laughs> Can you pick the more delightfully, I might add, miserable bellicose dude? Just, I, I can't imagine he has many like real close friends. I like the fact in my head. Oh, uh, it's uh, Ollie Anderson. <laughs> That's who I'm head, friends with. In my head, it was a real hell mary. They were like, "Sorry, who trained you? Who uh, uh, extra?" And then he's like, "They're like, right, I'm sorry, we're just going to go get security. I'm, I'm best friends with Taz. <laughs> That's what I'd say. It wasn't me, by the way. Um, but yeah, it, ridiculous this, and also. In a, to a certain extent, I do feel sorry for someone because Dax Harwood telling you uh, you need to leave must be terrifying. Absolutely, like you don't mess with those FTR boys. No. Like Cash, Cash Wheeler will give you an uppercut. Dax Harwood just like seems like the most 
like bad vibes guy. He's great for his character, <laughs> yes. but if you look at him, you just think, oh god, I don't want to hang around with you. But this guy apparently did. Bonkers stuff. This uh, wrestling shows really need to tighten up security across the board. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Uh, right, let's conclude by talking about more details surrounding Kevin Owens' new WWE contract. Obviously, that news broke last night. Congratulations, Tim. Let's not make this an AWWE thing. Good for Kevin Owens doing what he wants to do and making that money. Uh, and obviously his contract was due to expire in January. And according to WrestleVotes, uh, WWE wanted to sign Owens for a while. Kind of obvious that uh, they felt really strongly about retaining him. They're ultimately successful in doing so with a, quote, excellent offer that rivals AW may not have been able to match. Disappointing that Kevin Steen isn't going to AW. Obviously, a lot of speculation and fantasy booking uh, already around that. But, you know, should be happy for Kevin Owens. And hopefully now WWE realize what? Good wrestler they've got on their hands. Yeah, I was getting told off for being happy for Kevin Owens last night. People were saying, oh, you shouldn't be simping for a millionaire who's becoming a multi-millionaire. It's like, these people bump for a living. Yes. I'm not, I'm seriously, I'm not he trying. He jumped on the WrestleMania sign when no one was there. I'm not trying to develop a parasocial relationship with this gentleman. I'm just kind of happy he gets paid a lot of money in, a, in an industry that historically is dramatically underpaid. Yeah. Virtually everyone who bumps for a living... Can I not be a little bit happy for him? Yes, I would much prefer to see him in All Elite Wrestling. It's a bit sad in that respect, but, you know, the guy in, has a degree of creative latitude in WWE. Yeah. It feels like over the last few years they've realised yeah. how we can let you get away with You can stuff. tell that his like cadence and his promos is very much unlike anybody else's. You can tell he gets a few zingers in there that are all his creation. <laughs> he gets to headbutt the boss. He gets to headbutt the boss. He gets to take lunatic bumps that really... 
I don't know, it probably sucks for him to take, but it's enjoyable for me to watch because it just seems to be allowed to go that little bit harder. Yeah. Uh, to allow, he's allowed to perform that little bit more naturalistically. Look, if you have to watch WWE for any reason or if you like watching WWE for any reason, you don't want all the good ones to go. No, no. So it's kind of good that one of them stayed yeah. for like my own selfish reasons. And it makes the day one WWE Championship match all the more interesting. I think going into it, we were all like, okay, so four guys, Kevin Owens is there to take the pin. Now... And who knows, I'm not saying that he will have, you know, I uh, forget what the term is, but, you know, got his way into being like, I'll re-sign, but I want to win the title at, at day one. Who knows about that? But it just makes things far more interesting in that fatal four-way match. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE. Of course, if you want to get in touch with us, apologies for the numerous Brian Danielson Hangman page tweets that I'm not going to mention here. I'll try and cover a couple off uh, in these questions because... Yeah, everyone's talking about it today. Eddie Zamhari, regular contributor, thank you, Eddie, for this, says, Hey, guys, with Brian Danielson having a great time limit draw match against Kenny Omega and against Hangman Page, do you think AEW are being too overprotective with Brian Danielson not having a loss or win clean in a big match, although the match was great? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You want to present Brian Danielson as one of the very best professional wrestlers alive and in history and AEW should present him as it's like this is an incredible piece of business that they've managed to get one of the all-time greats in what's appearing to be the absolute prime of his life if you build him up this strongly now and if you don't want to beat him too often now you will reap the benefits of that in like year two <coughs> year three of his contract run you'll always remember just how dominant he was and it'll always inform how much like the how close the false finishes are yeah. in every match for the next three years? Uh, just I mean, I've not got it written down here, but a lot of people saying who does Hangman Page face at Revolution? Would you have the rematch there? Would you have it sooner? I think they're going to do it at Battle of the Belts. Um, as for Hangman Page at Revolution, I genuinely think this. I've said this a million times before, but I think this is the story and this is the reason behind the story. Do Adam Cole heal, losing a phenomenal match, hopefully to Hangman Page, babyface? Because the money is in Adam Cole, top babyface star in the next two years. Yeah. So he can absorb a loss as a heel because when he turns babyface, he will disassociate from that heel character. And I'd have MGF take the title of Hangman Page Revolution because I've booked it for ages and I just refuse to check my booking. Uh, Martha Joseph says, Hangman versus Danielson was a banger. What are some of your favourite hour-long plus matches? Iron Man matches can count. Thanks, legend. Thanks to you, Martha, for that question. Um... I tell you what isn't Brett versus Sean. Oh. You know what? I love Bret Hart so much, and it annoys me that this is that match somehow lives on. It's quite divisive. Yes. In retrospect, its legacy is of a divisive match that some people think is great. I don't. If you've never seen it, you think it's Bret Hart going an hour. How bad can it be? Basically, you know the um, the bit in the middle of a Raw match where they're obviously in commercial mm. and they're just doing chin locks. It's a 45-minute raw, raw advert with 50 minutes of excellence tacked yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. 15 minutes of it is great. Yes. And then the extra time. Oh, and yeah. God, it's so goddamn dull. What isn't dull, um, the Punk-Joe rivalry, they had two one-hour-long draws in raw, at the peak of Ring of Honor. Both incredible pieces of work. Um, Flair and Steamboat has to go on that list as well. Um, but for me, the absolute all-time best to this day is Okada Omega 2. Yeah. What I love about it is that Kenny Omega, who's just, in my opinion, the very greatest of all time. He can do everything, but because he can do everything and enjoys doing comedy and stuff, like his reputation as like a true athlete or a true wrestler, like isn't what it should be in certain circles. Yeah. But the idea is everyone bleats on 
that ah, I want AEW to do sports-oriented storytelling, you will simply not get a better sports-oriented story than Kenny Omega and his will and stamina and how those story beats informed that kind of odyssey if you like against Kazuchika Okada that spot where he is simply too drained to even take the Rainmaker (laughs) and how that informs the match itself and his strategy in it in the fourth match you're not going to get better sports oriented storytelling than Kenny Omega in his peak New I Japan have, run. I have to say, when I saw this question, that was where my mind went. Oh, it's an incredible bit of it's work. It's either that or Cena or an Iron Man match. You know, either or. So it's up to you. Uh, Wrestling with Doom gives us our final question of the day, saying, uh, well, also, Wrestling with Doom, here's a tip to how to get your question asked. First of all, Wrestling with Doom sends this picture. This is my dog Freya with a squirrel riding her. So obviously I picked the question. You could have written literally the worst question. It's a great question, but if you've written the worst question anyway, we'll put a picture of a dog with a squirrel riding her. I'd love to be as easily pleased as you are. Brilliant! I wouldn't be the miserable piece of... I am. With Cody teasing Tony Heel wrestling with Doom rights, Cole looking like he's about to turn on the books and Kenny needing to heal, is there any chance we get a reunion of my favourite Bullet Club trio? Or... Sorry, say all that one more time. With Cody teasing turning heel, Cole looking like he's about to turn on the books and Kenny needing to heal, is there any chance we get a reunion of my favourite Bullet Club trio? It's intriguing what they do next with the Bullet Club, isn't it? Yeah, there's loads and loads of directions in which it can take. Um, I... Look, it's one of those things where until it happens, I can't see it happening. Like, for whatever reason, and I know people are there rumouring innuendo about why this is the case, like, Cody just doesn't feel like he wants to tell stories with the elite right now. I think when they eventually come together, it's going to tear the roof off the place. Yeah. But I wouldn't pitch anything quite like that yet. I think we're going to see more Codyverse stuff uh, before then. And I think that the Bullet Club story is going to... Um, slow burn in the form of Undisputed Era versus um, Bullet Club Elite with like um, Omega in the books and then they're going to be baby faced in the process that's the direction I can see it personally happening but I don't hate that idea at all major tease last night of course on Dynamite with Adam Cole and the present box and the see you on the Christmas special and then literally Kyle O'Reilly tweeting the gift from Seven what's in the box yes come on don't do this to me, you bastards. Also, can't have that, unfortunately, because, uh, you know, the uh, Bullet Club are a heel stable right now. Cody, obviously, a massive baby face from what I've seen. So, I mean, I do listen to AW Dynamite with the sound off, but as far as I can tell, they love that guy. I love the heel Cody equals rating sign, by the way, last night on Dynamite. Let's move on to today's and finally um, with a twa- tweet from one of my favourite stars of AEW, who was threatened last night by the Young Bucks, Sue. Sue tweeted, Greggy, help, I'm getting threats on Twitter. (laughs) What I love about that, did she say, I'm getting threats on Twitter, just I'm getting threats? I'm just getting threats and three shocked face emojis, and then uh, subsequently then tweeted, how do I get Greggy to see this tweet? What's good about that is hopefully, (laughs) hopefully, right, Trent and his ma are like collaborating on this. Yes. And she hasn't took it upon herself to um, further the storyline on her socials because Twitter is such a horrible place oh, God. that it wouldn't surprise me if horrible WWE stands were going, <laughs> shoot, piss off. <laughs> and like, you know, burying her on Twitter. Oh my God. And like, if Trent's probably thinking, oh, she's talking about the books, you might have palpitations. 
Yeah, I assume this was the box threatening to kick her head in, not some bell end who's discovered Sue's Twitter handle. God, don't do that. Don't do it. Don't give them ideas. I've given them the ideas. Yeah, exactly. But yes, don't worry, Sue. We'll make sure that uh, Greggy sees that tweet if necessary. Let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, as Sid mentioned. Myself and the Daddy Boys sitting down to review AEW Dynamite a little bit later on today. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there. Follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at M. Sidgwick. And you can also get his new book, Becoming All Elite, The Rise of AEW, on Amazon. <laughs> Jesus, that was too much. Right now, you can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Now, my thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.